Hey. Hi. This is Speaking of Sight. With Sara and Leah. And this is episode 19. So today's episode's on intrusive thoughts, and we're going to be covering what intrusive thoughts are, what could they mean, the psychology behind them, and how you can help yourself or treatment. So first up, what are intrusive thoughts? Intrusive thoughts are unwanted thoughts that can pop into our heads without warning at any time. They're often repetitive with the same kind of thought cropping up again and again, and they can be disturbing or even distressing. People who have symptoms of anxiety or depression are most likely to have intrusive thoughts, but they can actually happen to anyone. So while harmless in themselves, they can have a negative effect on our quality of life and sometimes the way we behave as well. So unwelcome thoughts we have can mean the form of images, sounds or statements. So what do intrusive thoughts mean? Anyone can experience intrusive thoughts. More than 6 million people in the US may experience them. Many more people may not report them to their doctors or therapists, and intrusive thoughts aren't always the result of an underlying condition. They are also not likely to indicate that you have a problem that requires medical attention. However, for some people, intrusive thoughts can be a symptom of a mental health condition like OCD. So OCD occurs when intrusive thoughts become uncontrollable, and these intrusive thoughts or obsessions may cause you to repeat behaviours which are called compulsions, in hope that you will end the thoughts and prevent them from occurring in the future. We have done an episode on OCD specifically, if you want to take a look at that. But the next thing that um, intrusive thoughts might be a symptom of is post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. People living with PTSD often experience intrusive thoughts that may be connected to a traumatic event. These thoughts may trigger some of the physical symptoms of PTSD, such as increased heart rate and sweating. Another mental illness intrusive thoughts might be a symptom of are eating disorders. So people who have developed an eating disorder may experience intrusive thoughts that are harmful to their mental health. The thoughts can eventually damage their physical health and people with eating disorder frequently worry about the physical impact food will have on their body and it turns into distress about eating also cause additional behaviours like purging and in efforts to stop the thoughts. Again, we do have an episode on eating disorders specifically if you want to take a look at that. But what causes intrusive thoughts? So intrusive thoughts can just happen randomly. Some thoughts wander into your brain, then just as quickly they'll exit and they create no lasting impression. Mundane thoughts leave, but intrusive thoughts last longer and they can often return. So in some cases, intrusive thoughts are a result of an underlying mental health condition like OCD or PTSD. These thoughts could also be a symptom of another health issue like a brain injury, dementia or Parkinson's disease. And changes in mental health are nothing to take lightly. So early symptoms can include changes in thought patterns, obsessive thoughts, thoughts of disturbing imagery. These thoughts are nothing to be ashamed of, but they are a reason to seek diagnosis and treatment. So there are different types of intrusive thoughts. One of the most common types of intrusive thoughts relates to concerns about safety or risk. These types of thoughts often come in the form of images where a person might imagine driving their car through a crowd of people, harming or killing another person, or imagining a loved one injured or dead. New mothers often think about their baby coming to harm. Milder forms of intrusive thoughts come in the form of your own critical voice, the one in our heads that tells us to do things like you'll never get that job, you're not good enough, or you look stupid if you do that, or if they don't like you and they're talking behind your back. So if someone has PTSD, they can also have intrusive thoughts about the event that caused it, which could be observing or being in an incident or accident or a natural disaster, being mugged or raped, or going through a significant life event such as a divorce. Following a traumatic incident, the brain can be hardwired to remind you of it. These reminders can also be like flashbacks, they might experience the same physical symptoms you did back then, for example, elevated heart rate. So yeah, if you are having any of these thoughts in any scale, they are not to be worried about. I know with like the very first type of intrusive thoughts we covered, they're really high risk ones. 
does not mean that you're a psychopath. I feel like it's a common misconception. Intrusive thoughts happen to anybody, anywhere, anytime. As they match the symptoms that we mentioned earlier, they aren't really a cause for concern. So is there treatment? The best way to manage intrusive thoughts is to reduce your sensitivity to the thought and its contents. And we've kind of come up with a few strategies that might help. Ways you can manage your intrusive thoughts could be CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. Talk therapy is a way to discuss distressing thoughts with a mental health expert. You'll learn ways of thinking and reacting that can help you to become less sensitive to intrusive thoughts. In a controlled setting, your therapist might also expose you to triggers for your intrusive thoughts so you can develop healthy responses. So next is medication. A healthcare provider may prescribe you medication to help balance chemicals in your brain, and often one of the causes is just an imbalance of chemicals. And this is common for conditions like OCD and depression. These prescription drugs include antidepressants and selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Just a point on that though, you wouldn't use medication for intrusive thoughts as a whole, only really if it links to one of the other health issues. Next thing you can do is also self-care. So a good step towards treating intrusive thoughts is recognize them for what they are, just thoughts. You can learn to label them when they happen and recognize that the thoughts aren't the same as intent or behavior. Also learning that to manage stress through self-care and development of active coping strategies can help reduce the frequency or intensity of these thoughts. So how can you help yourself with intrusive thoughts? There are a few steps that we've researched for changing your attitude and overcoming these unwanted intrusive thoughts. First of all, and the most important, is just kind of label them as intrusive thoughts. Remind yourself that these thoughts are automatic and they're not up to you. Accept it, allow the thoughts in your mind, don't try to push them away. Kind of just float and practice allowing the time to pass. And yeah, remember that less is more, so pause. Give yourself time, there's no urgency. Kind of prepare for the thoughts to come back and continue whatever you were doing prior to the intrusive thoughts while allowing the anxiety to be present. And try not to engage with the thoughts in any way. Push the thoughts out of your mind, try to figure out what they mean or see if it's working to get rid of the thoughts because ideally you just press pause, allow them to come and allow them to leave. So why do we have intrusive thoughts? Why does the normal brain produce seemingly abnormal and unwanted thoughts? So some research hypothesized that these thoughts are some sort of misinterpreted warning signals. For example, when a mother experiences a sudden undesired urge to drop their newborn baby, perhaps it's a way for her brain to warn her to hold on tighter to avoid dropping the child. Or in the context of high place phenomenon, the strange and unexpected urge causes you to step back from the edge of a bridge or building. And so in some ways, these intrusive thoughts may also protect you from the thing you fear. Yeah, essentially that is the idea that like the intrusive thoughts are putting the idea of what you don't want to happen into your head and so then you take the extra steps to make sure that that doesn't happen. So importantly, these thoughts don't seem to predict an increased risk of carrying out the fear, thought or urge. In the meta-analysis cited above, none of the 50 studies found an increased risk of violence in mothers, for example, with the isolated intrusive thoughts of harming their children. So the thought does not mean that you will carry out the action. There is no correlation or causation between the two. So Dr. Hannah Rees actually suggests that the thoughts manifest because we do not want to act in that way. So in other words, although we would never actually consider doing the things we think about, our brains just spit out the most inappropriate things you can imagine. Dr. Martin Seif and Dr. Sally Winston suggest that our brains sometimes create drunk thoughts, and these thoughts are just part of the flotsam and jetsam of our stream of consciousness. Junk thoughts are meaningless. If you don't pay attention to them or get involved with them, they dissipate and get washed away in the flow of consciousness. 
So although we aren't sure where they come from, they keep coming back to bother you sitting there, dwelling on them. The more we try not to think of something, we're going to end up thinking of it. So for example, this is kind of an example that I've heard a lot before, but if I tell you to not think about a purple elephant, you can think about anything else in the world, but do not let that image of a purple elephant come to mind. How long do you think that that's going to last before you see an image of a purple elephant in your head? For most people, it's not very long before then they kind of succumb to the image and they've been instructed not to see. So intrusive thoughts will work in the same way. If you start to try and forget it and you're like, no, don't think about insert intrusive thoughts, <laughs> you're going to end up thinking about it. And so the best course of action is to literally just sit there and let it pass. So we're going to go through some myths that are common in terms of intrusive thoughts. So myth number one is that our thoughts are under control. For most of our thoughts, they are not under conscious control. So there are times when we welcome this fact, for example, an insight into inspiration can help you solve a problem. Belief in this myth actually leads to the common but unhelpful suggestion to replace negative thoughts or positive ones because these will help you control what you think. The facts indicate that you can deliberately think positive thoughts and distract your attention temporarily from unwanted thoughts to chosen ones. But thoughts you are trying to replace tend to persist and usually return even more forcefully. Research has shown that the more distressing the thought, the stronger the rebound after trying to suppress it. Myth number two is that our thoughts indicate our character or that there's kind of some underlying meaning. So thoughts have nothing to do with your character. Character is a reflection of how you lead your life, what you actually choose to do or not do and the behaviours that you carry out. Thoughts are what pass through your mind. Character is about the choices you make, not what pops up in your mind. So everyone has these intrusive thoughts that they don't approve of, and having these intrusive thoughts does not mean that you're a bad person. If you were to carry out one of these intrusive thoughts, it's a different argument, but yeah, having them in the first place is not a reflection of your character. The next myth we have is that the unconscious mind can affect actions. So analyzing the meaning of Freudian slips, automatic associations and dreams are a popular way of trying to understand the complex workings of the unconscious mind. But the momentary thought of dropping your baby certainly does not reveal any unconscious wish to harm them. And the sudden thought that you can jump off a balcony or bridge because the railing is low does not mean that they reveal a hidden unconscious suicidal wish. The next myth that we're doing is one that we I kind of covered really briefly before that only psychopaths or mentally ill people have intrusive or weird thoughts. No one is entirely free of weird, disturbing, passing thoughts. This means that basically everybody you know, including your friends, your colleagues, your teachers, your doctors have experienced intrusive thoughts. In fact, even Mother Teresa confirmed that she's had unwanted intrusive thoughts. Yeah, literally everybody, anyone you can imagine, they have had intrusive thoughts. You are not weird or abnormal for having them. Definitely it is not a cause for concern. And a myth is that every thought is worth thinking about. So not all your thoughts are worthwhile to actually think about, but when an intrusive thought arrives with no warning, no matter the content, then if you believe that all thoughts are worth thinking about, if you believe that there are technically no junk thoughts, you might choose to focus on the one thought and grant it meaning and attention that it does not deserve. In your email, you have like spam emails. Yeah, yeah these intrusive thoughts are just kind of like the junk emails yeah. that you get. They go straight to trash. It is basically just junk emails that you don't need to think about or dedicate any time to. Mm -hmm. The next myth is that thoughts that repeat are more important. 
So the importance or meaning of a thought has little to do with how much it repeats. Thoughts tend to repeat if they're resisted or pushed away. When we invest energy into any thought, it's going to build up neural connections and it makes that thought more likely to happen. So this applies to any thought regardless of its importance. I feel like it makes more sense if you put it in reverse. When you're trying to remember something, obviously you pay attention to it, you try to understand it and understand the meaning behind it and then you're more likely to remember it. It's the same thing with this. Obviously, if you don't want to remember these intrusive thoughts if you don't want to hear them again if you don't want them to come back into your mind just do not pay attention to them let them pass and let, let that be that yeah so we have a recount to read this is actually an online anonymous recount but we thought it was really interesting and quite reflective of intrusive thoughts quote i remember the day that i experienced an intrusive thought nothing seemed to trigger it it just came into my mind and lingered for many weeks the thought began to worry me that i'd done something bad or embarrassing while being under the influence of alcohol and resulted in me questioning everything I'd ever done while drinking. She said, quote, I drink responsibly, but intrusive thoughts are not always logical. I became extremely panicked and distressed when I couldn't remember details. I began to seek out reassurance, which just fed my intrusive thoughts more as they seemed to thrive on my self-doubt and uncertainty. Then I began walking around with a guilty conscience despite not knowing whether I'd actually done anything wrong. The intrusive thought itself is scary, but the feeling of not remembering is just as bad. I struggled to function day to day and my brain was just focused on the one thought about whether I'd done something wrong while under the influence of alcohol, which seemed to come out of nowhere." Unquote. So I think like the very first thing that is really prominent is that she paid attention to this intrusive thought. She gave it thought. She really did think it through and that resulted in it lasting for weeks for it to have a debilitating effect on her everyday activities. So yeah, like we said, try not to give it a second glance, like literally just let it pass, like accept it as it is, otherwise it can have this impact. But also, if it does have this impact, don't blame yourself. It's human nature to think about it more. And also I think it goes to show how irrational these thoughts are, because she said very clearly that she never actually had the issue of doing anything embarrassing, but she still had this intrusive thought that she had done something embarrassing. And obviously it goes to show how irrational they are because they're not based on anything you've done in the past. Yeah, I think, and this is a very specific example, but it can literally be applied to anyone. For example, I think this is like an intrusive thought that I had yesterday. I was making my breakfast and then I was done and I was like going to a different room and for some reason my mind was like, no, you left the stove on your house, it's going to catch on fire. And I had to go back and check like twice or thrice before I was like, okay, yeah, no, the stove is off, it is fine, the house is not going to catch on fire. But things like that, if I had completely ignored that, I might have been anxious because I ignored it. But if I had ignored it, it wouldn't have come back because I went and paid it attention and then checked. It like kept coming back and I went and I checked twice. If you can, try not to pay attention. And that basically sums up our episode yeah. for today. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.